Hey, what's gravy? This is Gorilla J, and you're listening to Beyond FM. You're listening to Beyond FM. Took a deep breath and took a walk around my mind's eye until the whole world came to a halt. 
traded all of that negative energy for a centerpiece of inner peace for a second so I could sleep. I wish this moment would repeat, but it never lasts long, it seems. Soon it'll cease, see so long, sweet dreams. Wake up, sweet pea, snap back to reality. Now it's back to the drum board. Take another crack at the masterpiece. Pick up the chalk, start hacking at the chalkboard casually. Till it turns into frantically and evolves into erratically. I can't believe I think I actually, fact for fact, broke the whole rap game down mathematically. Look. First you add the cheese, then subtract the beef. Carry over the seed, multiply the dream, divide the cream. In that moment I had an epiphany. So did everyone in the room listening. We had all we needed to algebraically separate the scene from the industry. No more need for hating and the greed. Revolutionary breakthrough, and that's for certain. Teamwork makes the dream work, and a dream is working. Cause the team is working. And I was close, curtains. And I was party over here, party over there, you heard it. Chris J. Bow and Dub Blow rock the most. Blow, rock the most. Dub blow and Chris J. Bow, rock the most. Chris J. Bow, rock the most. And after a long day and a job well done, I like to go home to my love. Snuggle up under the covers with her in a pub. She said, Your snakes and sparklers. I said, What? She said, The good stuff. and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Now, here comes the music. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you one of the few crews bringing their old school flavor for the ears. It goes one, two, three, come on in. It's the murder, murder capital, where they murder for capitals. Money, drugs, drugs, all thinking they be capping dudes. When we get to busting, it ain't gonna be nothing to us. And a few crews, five bullets, see a poop shoot. Wait a few more seconds, you'll be on YouTube. Back stunk and next out, now that's the dish you're into. Well, I swear the next pup coming up will get struck. Knuckled up and thrown back in the trunk. This lumberjack is back with a pack for the lyrical wax. Throwing all of the trash and your mumbling bums. But if you pull that crap on the rats, I saw you in half of the axe. Like my name was Jim Doug. Yeah, I got your girl straight drooling. Feel with the crew straight cooling. Gonna move your shoes if you look up what I'm proving. Egan Rats here to start a new movement. Like what? Like what? Murder, murder, 
murder capital where we murder for capital Dub floating on the show up with a Bombay With my gauge scout like I've been honoring a rhyme I get head in the box calling John Bay Mecca like a high copy cast gang copy Wax off Daniel son I miss the Miyagi Dudes gung goo goo kick so karate I'm an ODB talk shit bitch I'm house of party down with OPP Cause my nature so naughty Lottie lottie Dub like the party I cause a lot of trouble I bother everybody yeah when I be rocking the mic, I rock it right and let them all know me is rats rocking the night. Feel free to fill us up with free refills. Run the rat race all for the cheese wheel. Watch out for the mousetrap, this one got his neck snap. He might not get the cheese, you know we will. Deacons, Rats, and the Best of Everything, STL Beyond FM. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. Uh, this is a special edition of Beyond FM Live, even though we're not really live because this is pre-recorded. But just to give you a, a, a small description of what what's happening tonight is we're sitting in the, the lovely, soon-to-be-famous, maybe infamous rat hole in beautiful Festus, Missouri. And uh, tonight, uh, the show is completely dedicated to my good friends, Egan's Rats. And if you have not heard of them, please sit back and enjoy and relax and hear the wonderful sounds of what you are about to experience. Because to me, and giving you guys a shout out, even though we're all friends, okay, so if you don't know, so Gorilla J, um, Dubflow, <laughs> and Funko, uh, that's all Egan's Rats. Now, two of you have been in, in, well, kind of the house that I own, but I don't live there. And one of you hung out with me at my previous job a lot. So I think we're all pretty, we'll say we're friends. None of you have tried to sleep with me yet. <laughs> Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. So tonight we're going to, uh, we, well, also we are going to premiere uh, a brand new single, Man on a Mission. And so we'll tease that as we go along. So you all be waiting patiently to hear that as well. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, we are, uh, first of all, I want to say a shout out to all the bands that were supposed to play Point Fest today. And uh, at first, you know, the side stage just got canceled and then, you know, Point Fest itself is completely postponed now. So maybe maybe they'll get another shot at the reschedule 
hopefully you would think that that's what's going to happen now instead of just not being able to play it. So it's, it might be a good good thing for the locals that it completely got postponed. So we'll see. So we'll, uh, we'll enjoy some Eagles rats now, and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll start chit-chatting and, and bullshitting and stuff. So we'll be right back right here on Beyond FM. Parental discretion strongly advised. We're about to have us a little screw party in this red Prius over here if you want to join us. Beyond FM. We all did have sex in your car. It will happen again. Hey yo, well you got him on my 40 homie I've been wrecked for a hot minute, you're a lot of Mortys homie They've been waiting patiently to play me on a new recording Morning Glory, April O'Neil should be here, news reporting Hit him with a sound bite, my face between this is my sound like Man called on a long round pipe Flashback bout time Mad rap spout mine Laughs laugh crowd lines Hashtag pound sign Yep, my whole lot of grimy Get my only direction sport Leave the rest of it behind me Quick explode booger Flicking up Nickelodeon slime-ish Nickel dime BS But I ain't buying it So hide your kids Hide your wife Hide your side bitch So I to Whitney Houston In the bathtub with a pipe lit Telling these mumble rappers To pipe down And swallow my style After they bite it Cause I wrote this But I'm even writing Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us tonight. We have the folks from Egan's Rats, and we're going to sit around and chit-chat. So, as well as I know you guys, I 
don't know the whole story, but I'll give everybody the backstory of, of, of how I was introduced to Egan's Rats first. And I know Gorilla J knows the story pretty good, but Gorilla J and my son, Gavin, both worked together at a Jimmy John's and Arnold. Okay. And this is like, this is probably two and a half years ago. So this is kind of when I was starting and I think you guys were just starting to to develop things with with you guys and he's like hey I, I have this this guy that works with me you know and naturally with the things i do you always get like hey i know this person that does this like plays in this band and does this and does that and i'm like okay cool and, it, and it's you know my i probably eight time 18 year old son you know i'm like all right buddy whatever you got right. this you got this friend that can you know do whatever and so finally he brought me a sample and i'm like fuck that's pretty fucking good you know i'm like all right so me and jeff started chit-chatting back and forth and stuff and yeah man gavin was gavin was dope man he came in he's a wild kid and all that stuff and uh like i said he he just started talking it up and be like oh yeah my dad does this does radio and you know i'm saying is you know with the local scene all that stuff i'm like oh well that's dope i'm i'm trying to you know i'm saying i know we're both kind of on the same language like yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah exactly. Though. That's what I, and I was like, well, I was like, hey, man, shoot you, you know, what I'm saying, dad, some stuff, and then we'll see what's gravy. And then just it's crazy that it, it culminated that both of us were Jimmy John's guys, and yeah, you know, what I'm saying it's all in the family kind of thing. But uh, yeah, man. So yeah, it was pretty cool. So what I want to know is, I want to know, I kind of want to know the story of how this all came together. For Egan's the people. Rats. Egan's Rats. How Egan's Rats started. Egan's Rats. All right, so Egan's yeah. Rats started as Optimus Nova. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. You know, I had a couple of them joints roll back to back, and uh, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to think of uh, band names, and uh, yeah, I definitely had uh, that Nova that Nova band name, and then Dub was like, hey, man, let me hit you with the genius name that I heard on right. the radio. All right, so, man, me and uh, Gorilla J. Because I know you... you came from Atlanta. I know that. Yeah, Correct. yeah. I moved up here when I was like 11. And uh, <clears throat> I lived in like South County for like a year, maybe two, and then moved out to like the Jefferson County area, lived there for a long time, um, and then just like moved up to the city like a year or two ago, maybe fucking three. I don't know how long I've been out that way. I've been out that way a little hot minute. I think maybe two years. Is, yeah, it's been about two years, I think. Is, is say, But anyways, <clears throat> you know, uh, I met Antonio back in the day. Uh, you know, that's a long story about when I used to just get off of work and uh, late at night and go to like White Castle and shit. Uh, I went to Sekman in Jefferson County. Antonio, Jeff, Smiley Boy, all them went to Fox. So like, I they had they knew each other. I only knew Antonio, so I met like a lot of them through Antonio's people. We used to do cipher and throw parties and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I met Jeff and shit. Fast forward a bit. Me and Jeff is doing a lot of songs together. We was like, hey, uh, we went to a bar. We went to, uh, what was it, Dylan's, right? It was yeah. the night we started talking about, yeah. hey. <clears throat> yeah. Because we recorded a song that night after we hit the bar, and we was like, man, we got a lot of songs together. Maybe we right. should just do a group and, like, put it all out as a group. Yeah. Uh that's how you say it. we got to the name Optimus Nova is what he was going out. I ain't knocking it. Hey, <laughs> man. Hey, man. You think it's it just a, kind of a mouthful, you know? It's easy to do your own name, you know what I'm saying? But when it gets to other people's name that's right. collective, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You want to think of the coolest shit, right. man, right off the bat. So, you know. That's one so especially, like, well, like the, all these death metal bands and stuff, like, they'll have the coolest name in the world. 
but their logo is so fucking jacked and up that you don't even know yeah. who they you are. See it it's got twelve thousand snakes in it, and it's supposed right. to make out deranged. It just looks like broken saying? leather. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like scar those tissue. Those ones that are tough, dude. It yeah. looks like your fucking uh, grandpa's back seat. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, fast forward a couple bit from that. I'm riding in the car, right? And I'm, I'm listening in to uh, 88.1, right? Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the day in St. Louis, right? They do this, like, little day in history in St. Louis and shit. So they start talking about this uh, day in St. Louis about Egan's rats. And it's during Prohibition. They Jack Daniels moves all their barrels of whiskey up from Tennessee to St. Louis, and they store them in a warehouse. Egan's Rats is this 1900s Irish street gang that goes, breaks into this warehouse, divvies out the whiskey uh, among people in St. Louis and shit, and I'm just like, damn, that's some Robin Hood shit. You know, I I call up Jeff with a story. I'm like, hey, it'd be cool if we call ourselves Egan's Rats, this 1900s St. Louis Irish street gang, you know, and, uh, we didn't do any research and and see that there was <laughs> previously a, a punk band from Rockford, Illinois. That was already they were already done. They already the the band page said that they was disbanded and shit. But we didn't do any research. See that there was a punk band by the name of Egan's Rest that we do get sometimes yeah, exactly. mistaken for. Yeah. Sometimes people look up. They're like, "Oh, you do punk music?" We're like, "Oh, we don't. No, we, we do hip hop." You're thinking of the other Egan's Rest, yeah, in Illinois. <laughs> Yeah. That's how we got the name Egan's Rats, and that's also why the cover of the first album is a rat on a barrel in a brown wave of whiskey is all due to that, that one story of Egan's Rats. Shout out to Tech Supreme on and, that one, man. And yeah, and it's called Year of the Rat, because when we put it out in it was the year 2020, yeah. it was the, the Chinese New Year for Year of the Rat, so yeah, we had to take advantage man. of naming it. It's one of those, of the those perfect circles. Yeah, man. how did, you know, that, all, that was all coincidental. And and that's how Egan's Rats came to be with me and Jeff. Right. I've I'd known Tracy for a long time. I I did plumbing for Tracy when I was like what seventeen, eighteen. I was young buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a young buck. And that's how I knew Tracy. They used to throw little parties at Tracy's house and play music. And I would go over there and sing like uh, Jimi Hendrix and shit. I would do like Foxy. And stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I would have liked to have seen that. Love, Good times. I could hit it a lot better when I was younger, you know. I didn't have as much rasp, but I would get into it, you know. Hell yeah. Good times. And he was wanting to do music and everything. He'd always done rock bands and stuff. He was like, man, I want to branch out, do something different. And he's like, maybe do like hip hop, you know. I, I know you do like hip hop stuff, and here's some beats that I've been making. And, and they were weird, you know, because Tracy ain't got like a lot of hip hop background. But I like yeah. I like the uh, eclecticness of not being influenced by a lot. That's so what it started, made it though. That's yeah, what we started made cherry it, picking yeah. these beats. Well, the strange thing is, because me and Tracy are closer to the same age, I think, and, and that's the strange thing is it. And I've always been a Jeff Co kid, and surprisingly, me and him never ran across each other until all this happened. You know. Yeah, Tracy's very clickish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always in my basement. Yeah, but now I know where it's at. So right. But it came hide. together with the funky beats that were interesting and not not anything that was out. So I figured, you know what I'm saying, it was so unique that you know what I'm saying, it's not the the same old boom bap or the same right. old you know what I'm saying, trap or the same old this or that pop artist bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I figured uh you know, Putting all of it together was a very different eclectic sound, and not a sound that anybody's heard out of St. Louis, particularly. So, no, even between what Tracy does, which almost every track is 
like you said, completely different than the other one. But he'll go back to whether it be just old hip hop beats or then just something like a just a completely different sound of an instrument or anything like that. And it's brilliant. Then you've got Gorilla J, who is constantly changing the the tone of his voice or either his, yeah, yeah he's like he, i like to do that man. yeah he's got multiple personalities within his voice which is completely amazing so if you don't if you don't really or aren't a fan of gorilla j and you hear a song and you're like i don't know who this is <laughs> sometimes <laughs> right, right. It, it's and brilliant but it's it, it's great all the time appreciate that yeah because you i mean you don't it could be like this is not Egan's Rats or this is not Gorilla J because it doesn't sound like the last song I heard from Gorilla J ever, right. you know? And then you got you who is just like you, the way you change flows all the time. And I, and I know personally, cause we've talked before, like a lot of your stuff is 80% freestyle and, and things like that. And your, your subject matter is probably way off than anybody else's. Yeah. So for all three of those things to come together is beautiful. That's a hundred percent freestyle, by the way. <laughs> this man well, don't write it's, it's, damn People thing, people get lenient with the word freestyle, and uh, I wouldn't say like it's necessarily freestyle. It's just like I write everything in my head. Yeah, a lot of people uh, never do, seen you write anything down. Yeah, yeah. Never. So like for maybe like the past three years, four years, I've just written. Well, any, I mean, any I'm music sure. I've put now over the past three or four years yeah. has been stuff I've just written in my head. Like, exactly. I, I mean, I'm sure Tracy present you with the track, and then you sit down with it for weeks or months or whatever, and have something in your head. All he's got to do is walk. Some people weeks or months, but Regan's yeah. rats. These it's two, like thirty minutes. Gorilla J and Funko, yeah, they put a lot of pressure on you. So we would come down here, they would throw a beat on, we're like, hey, we're writing a song today. Today we're going to write a song. So we would just put the beat on. Here it is, do it. Tracy would just vibe out to the beat that he's already listened to a million fucking times. And then me and Jeff would say, here, write. And uh, Jeff pull out his phone, write on his phone, and I'll pace right here in this area. Dude, pace for like 15 minutes, have all (laughs) them bars, and I'm sitting there on my Evernote app trying to write as fast as I can because I know he's already got four bars, and now he's got, you know, six bars, and now he's got eight bars. It's not always that quick, but sometimes when we're up here in the rat hole, I could crank them out, man. I'll, I'll pace for like 15, 30 minutes, and I got my verse done. And <laughs> ready yeah, to go. Man. Yeah, I'm ready but to go. But then it's already memorized as well. You know what I'm saying? So for mine, it's like I have, to, I have to write it, then I have to practice it, you know what I'm saying, a few times to We're not all Well, you have to pick out which personality you want to use, too. Yeah, that's true. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm out of most time, time I'm singing, time. then rapping, then rapping, then singing, then switching it up again. So I just like to go with the beat itself, and that's why I like the funky beats, because I can be a different person on each beat, because I don't want to be the same person i want to go to the actual song and and do whatever the song you know tells me to do instead of you know actually just being like i have this exact template that i'm going to put on this yeah. song and this is how it's going to go because i mean how do you know you got to let the beat lead you, you know yeah, exactly you know? you're you're letting the music dictate of what what you want to do exactly yeah and let let the song make the decision because i know <laughs> I could see you, your multiple personalities fighting each other. Oh my god, dude! I got like I got like eight people up here, dude. I'm telling you, I gotta take time all by the loads, man. Yeah, you gotta let it be just organic and just happen. uh, Yeah, I got a lumpy head, but it's from the inside. You know what I'm saying? And I think it 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 comes out really fun, and I think that it's a lot different than than anybody that is doing really. 
Right. Well, yeah, that, and <clears throat> that ties back into how organic it is, man. Because, like I said, we would get here, and a lot of stuff off of Year of the Rat, we would write right here, like, all together. And, you know, we might not finish that one song that day, but we come back the next day, we finish the ass under that song or whatever we had to finish, and we were on to the next one, you know, and... There were days we did fucking two songs, you know, like many times that day. Crazy recorded, written, fucking taken care of, and you know what I'm saying. They were practicing the old shit for fucking shows that we're doing. (laughs) But that's that's when I knew it was something. Is when me and Dub had such a, and and even Funka. I mean, all of us have such a synchronicity that that is that easy to do something like that because many you know many people with your lives or whatever comes off but when you actually get in there it still takes so long because everybody's thinking about something different but when we're thinking about music it's almost like it slows down time you know what i'm saying yeah that's dope man and i also think you guys have a beautiful situation of having not only the the practice space but be able to like you said just crank it out like one song in an evening easily because you have it all set up and ready to go where most artists would write it and then they get okay well now we have to wait until we can get somewhere to record it so then you have to rehearse it in order to record it and that you guys just you know i'm I'm sure tracy tracy does a lot of the, the the background work sitting in front of the computer for a while before that's you guys the, even hear it that's but the then easy part yeah i don't see how the, the that's, the, that's the whole crazy part thing part. man of it is funko is like literally doing like 17 jobs you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. on the side and that's that's i mean honestly because i mean most you know drummers whatever you want to you know they have that joke of you know being in the background or whatever like that but he's you know what i'm saying a lead singer in himself because you know what i'm saying he's producing recording yeah. playing you know what i'm saying there's been a couple times we gave him mic He's saying, yeah, yeah, he's saying, yeah, he's saying yeah, background vocals. We took that away, though. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mind. Kai watched that idea real quick. I don't blame him. Hey, I'm good with hey, it. Anything's helpful. I sound bad on a lot of the tracks. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it does uh, meld easily, man. And, and to be honest, it's not like we're coming in here and uh, writing symphonies. Uh, right. Half the time we have yeah. songs like "Hi Mom" and "Money Shot." <laughs> These are songs we like to clown and goof around right. on. And uh, it's got to be fun. Yeah, yeah. All killer, no filler. But also, I think I think the funness of Egan's Rats lets you where you guys were. You know whether it's Grilla J or or Dubflow releasing something a little more serious away from what Egan's Rats is. That way you have a you don't want a Dubflow song sounding like Egan's Rats. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and and it never does. Right. And it's the same for Jeff. You know, other than you know one of the personalities is coming out for Jeff. Right. But. Exactly. But now a lot of my and even my and his solo stuff has been a lot more somber and more like well you know thought out. Uh, you know, tracks and stuff like that when we come out of there because it's all the craziness and like, you know what I'm saying, like like just fun and laughing and joking and stuff happens within the band. And then when we come outside, then we're more cerebral, we're more into it, you know what I'm saying, our, our brains and thinking about life, you know what I'm saying. When we're in there, we're just thinking about music and having a good-ass time. Yeah. Yeah, I've been definitely putting out a lot more. My solo single shit's been more emotional and vibey just for the fact that I outlet a lot more of my fun shit through Egan's Rats for sure, you know. I don't think I've wrote a personal Dubflow party track fucking in probably ever <laughs> no. no but i mean it it it's all good man 
appreciate and, it. And, and, and definitely on the point you made earlier, the rat hole makes a difference, man. Having a base of operations, having an HQ, I think definitely helps that. We all used to live closer, too, man. Like, yeah. so it's the rat holes here in Festus at Trace's crib. Uh, I used to live fucking in Barnhart. Jeff used to live in Arnold, so mm-hmm. we were like hop, skips, and jumps from this motherfucker. So we was able to crank shit out real easy. Now it's a, it's a forty minute drive from me from the city. Yeah, it's like an hour drive for me from St. Peter's. So I mean, right. but we still doing it. Still yeah, getting yeah, together. We, we still hitting it. Yeah, and as much as as much as I well, I will say other people do rip on Jeffco. It, it me being here since I was seven, and I'm now fifty. Um, <laughs> Having something like this come out of Jeffco makes me very, very happy, you know, because most people wouldn't definitely don't think Jeffco is being something where hip hop would come out of, you know, and I know most of discrepancies as well is from. Arnold area yeah, yeah. as well. I, I believe Garrett and Addison went to Sekman like I did, but they yeah. were a few grades younger. You know, I ain't fuck with younger cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Zach just got his license, I believe, right? Yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, he was he part of Sparta, Illinois. He's the only one that's, that wasn't local. Yeah. <sighs> well, let's take a break and we will come back because we have some uh, stuff to talk about that's coming up that's going to be pretty oh, kicking. Yeah. Some stuff that we can't talk about, and I don't think we can talk about some stuff yet because it's not solidified. But we'll we'll definitely talk about some fun stuff this weekend coming yes, up. Sir. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be yeah. right back and we'll enjoy some more Egan's Rats uh, right now on Beyond FM.
I feel like it because I feel like it because God damn it if you're not doing what you're feeling then what the fuck are you doing this is beyond FM because I fucking feel like it you ain't messing with that now you ain't messing with that you ain't messing with that you know that's how we drop the track line you ain't messing with that With a feather like penicillin, I'm living like a villain. Every time I'm on the track, I'm killing a song. Village the way we pillage in this bitch. But don't get offended by the wild side. We're blindsided to so fast, like I'm trying to bet a blind eye. Bye bye, get this talk, get this. Most of y'all wanna catch it every night. Nah, 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 nah. Your nana. 
It is the best of everything. STL is beyond FM. Hanging out with Egan's Rats tonight. Um, if you guys want to individually, just because you guys, I mean, you guys are individual people, of course. Um, give me some of your in- influences. Whoever wants to go first, don't oh, don't man. don't fight. I got I got a, I got a, I got a fat stack of influences, man. <laughs> yeah, like it's a fat stack. Like how far back we going? Well, the far back as you want, man. All right. Well, you know, as we talked about earlier, I did come from, up from Atlanta. I moved up here when I was eleven. So coming up, I definitely listened to a lot of Outkast, mm-hmm. listened to a lot of Ludacris. That was stuff in, in my area. That was right around the time when South had something to say. Mm-hmm. So that was a big time for Southern hip hop. Oh yeah. And uh, <clears throat> even living down south, man, like uh, my uncle liked hip hop at the time, so I I knew who Nelly was and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what St. Louis was, but I knew who Nelly was. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, come moving up here, I started getting a lot more Midwest influences. Obviously, uh, you know this. Moving up here was some of the first times I'd heard Eminem, um, Tech Nine. Definitely never heard Tech Nine yeah. before I moved to uh missouri and that was a big influence on a lot of my style for sure definitely an artist that i listened to for years on then and i mean back then man when i was a younger cat i used to listen to insane clown posse i used to listen to a lot of cop mouth kings all the underground stuff you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like that's where i i probably got a fat chunk of my influence from was the shit that was under the radar and then coming up later you know <clears throat> more appreciation for uh classic you know, older 90s hip-hop, you know, like um, Method Man. I love Method Man. They're probably one of my mm. favorite rappers ever. Um, obviously, used to bump, you know, Pac and Biggie. Everybody listened to Pac and Biggie. Um, going on to people that were more off of the radar, people like Wax, Aesop Rock is one, oh, one of uh I just listened to, like, I was just sitting there yesterday playing poker or whatever, and um, I like a lot of... I mean, I, I love Ryan Sayers and, right. and that whole Minneapolis scene. And so I was listening to some stuff and like one of Ace Oprah's albums came on and just played in its entirety. And I'm listening to the whole thing. I don't even remember which album it was. I'm going to go back and find out just because I want to listen to it again. But right. I was just like, oh my fucking God, this is so good. And like, why do right. m- not more people know this yeah you know, because it is beautiful it's a hard question man when people ask me these days like what kind of like rap or hip-hop music do you listen to and i i fucking i'm like i don't really listen to a lot of hip-hop or rap music these mm-hmm. days and if i had to pick one off the top of my head it would probably be aesop rock yeah. <laughs> like, that's probably the one hip-hop rap artist i'll go to driving in my car if i'm gonna look up a song right quick i'm probably like I'm wanting to vibe to up right now for some reason, man. Because it is, man. He's great. He's, yeah. he's a great artist. Uh, I think even Lupe Fiasco gave him that nod. Was like, that's one of the best writers of our time is Aesop Rock. You know, mm-hmm. he's a dope. He's a dope cat. Definitely. How about what you? What are your influences, Gorilla J? Yeah, yeah man. Well, see, <laughs> the thing is, I started with uh, more of uh, so my mom, my dad, kind of music influenced me a little bit. So pretty much the whole family was kind of eclectic in music genres, and so my mom was like a big rock head. And uh, so my first, you know, taste was like Metallica and like, uh, you know what I'm saying, just like watching James Hetfield, you know what I'm saying, do his thing on the stage and how he sang and stuff. I was like, oh, man, that's dope. Then came the, you know, like the Chesters and the Lincoln Parks and stuff like that. And then Mike Shinoda seeing that, I was like, oh, man, that's dope, too. 
And then uh, my my dad's got the country in me, so I got a little bit of that in me with the older country, like the Johnny Cashes and the Waylands yeah. and, and stuff like that, which is crazy even now to see Yellow Wolf dropping that stuff with Shooter Jennings, yeah. uh, which is... was is, One time in that I fucked with Lincoln Park too, bro, for yeah, sure. Mike nah. Shinoda, yeah. Well, see, that's my favorite band of all time, and I'll say that uh, still. That's you know another one. When I moved to Missouri, bro, like one of the first CDs I got was Hybrid Theory, man, and I mean, fuck. So, the rings in that bitch from playing this so much. It's the only, it's the only, it's the only CD that, and uh, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm more of a personal fan of reanimation, where they remade all Hybrid Theory. I like it, and Shinoda yeah. did a great job with it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, that's his whole, you know, Japanese style. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of, you know, videography too. Even even down to the the artwork. You know what I'm saying? For the whole thing was really good. Um, but yeah, Hybrid Theory is still. Man. You can't you can't you know beat that. Yeah, Hybrid Theory is a classic. Yeah, I, mean. I love. Meteora too yeah but like Meteora is, the, is the good but you got like the numbs and stuff like that but then you know what I'm saying after that they started venturing Hybrid into Hybrid is the first CD I could listen to front to back and anytime anytime oh, still yeah. to this day bro. and I know what song's coming every single time I be mm-hmm. in there If I and what's funny is I find myself listening to like one of the songs and then I'll go into singing the second song because I know how it like switches into the next track you know what I'm saying so I'm like ready for that second song and then it doesn't come because I picked it singly <laughs> but uh, yeah man like the country aspect and then my uncle uh came through and he was a big hip-hop head and uh he started with three six mafia uh project pat uh that whole you know what i'm saying crunchy black all of those guys out there and then that came into the little whites and stuff but then as i got more technical with it i'm you know like he said tech nine and the whole strange music you know like back in the day strange music thing with chris calico brother lynch hung you know what i'm saying and i still to this day you know, nine times out of ten, if I'm listening to rap, I go to a tech song or somebody, you know, Chris Calico song, uh, Sess Crew. Sess Crew is one of my favorite groups out uh, still, you know, even though they, they go, you know, back and forth or whatever. But both of them put out fire stuff solely, too. He bit a quiz hand, got him as due. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, really, really crazy, like, all-around kind of genre switches. I can pretty much listen to anything except for, like, new country. Sorry for the listeners out there that like country country stuff, but uh, you know, (laughs) but nah, man, uh, yeah, so that's pretty. And then, and then, even getting into it is like Mac Miller was a big influence. Like, I think Dub says something about it, you know what I'm saying? In the music, you know, kind of started sounding like Mac a little bit because, like, man, when he came out, it was like we both wore fitted hats, we both wore Nikes, you know what I'm saying, on the feet. You know, I talked about smoking weed all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just Mm -hmm. chilling and partying, man. And, uh, yeah, man. So kind of sucked when he, uh, he passed. You know what I'm saying? That was a, that was a big loss to the, to the hip hop community for real. Cause the stuff, the newer stuff that he started coming out with, like with the full band arrangements and, and, uh, 2009 when he did a tiny desk, man, crazy track. Yeah. There's something special about whenever, uh, hip hop artists do full band you know, yeah. performances and stuff like that. It's like, because I remember, and and I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, sure Funko will remember because he's old enough to know this, but uh, back in the day when MTV was actually a music outlet and they had Unplugged, and when LL Cool J did his Unplugged was just an amazing performance because no other hip-hop artist would do anything like that at the time. It was two and, turntables. Yeah, it was two turntables. It wasn't a, you never seen him you know, with a full band plus it being acoustic and a full band at that too. So 
It was amazing. Um, I don't want to pick on anything with you, Gorilla, but how much influence was Cypress Hill? Because I hear a so, lot yeah. of so I, I hear get, a lot yeah. of Cypress Hill in you and totally. you. So, totally. Yeah, I get yeah. two things, and yeah, I left that out, but that was you know one of the th- the the two people that I get is is Cy- the it's you know hard, be man. real it's from hard Cypress to say Hill. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Ritz, man. Ritz, I get a lot lately. I get Ritz, which is kind of weird because Ritz is like technically flawless. You know what I'm saying? So that's a little weird comparison. Probably more tone than anything, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, you cannot like. I mean, it's a it's it's a duo. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, one of the greatest duos ever to do it and be real is just that I love funky inflections. So any kind of vocal inflection that I can find, even like uh, Danny Brown started coming out and I heard him with that Detroit, you know, feature. I, that's how I figured him out with Eminem and all them. And uh, when he came out and started with his his vocal like upswing, you know, what I'm saying high, high pitch kind of, you know, what I'm saying vocal inflection. I was like, man, that's crazy. But yeah. Yep. To chime back in on like that Cypress Hill, man, is uh one of my favorite beats is, is hits from the bong. Man. Oh yeah. Cause it has that dusty Springfield son of a preacher man sample. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. fire. And I love to listen to those songs back to back, bro. Either way, it doesn't matter. Normally though, I'd like to go hits from the bong and then bump dusty Springfield. Yeah. Son of a preacher man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. See, I like vibey tracks, even like Dr. Green Thumb and, oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying, tracks like that. Yeah, They're super man. fun, and it just is, like, hilarious to me. So that's kind of. Back when people could buy ringtones, my, my roommate's oh, man, ringtone yeah, was that. Dr. Green Dr. Thumb. Dr. Green Thumb. So that's all I heard all the time. I cool. love American Psycho and stuff like that, too, man. Like, that's, I mean, those are such cool tracks. And, like, I mean, that's basically what I wanted to do. So that was more of an influence of how I actually wanted to be on stage. So that comes out a lot too is that second you know second or third personality that comes out that wants to <laughs> I rock, I rock, you know what I mean mm-hmm. so, but yeah man that's pretty crazy what are, what are your influences Funko yeah. man my very first album that I ever bought was Run DMC hell yeah and the next one was Anthrax which was insane and my parents found it and got mad at me so did you get grounded and shit <laughs> yeah, or just because <laughs> I went on a band trip to up to the city wasn't because I'm from the country, and uh, I took the chance to go to a record store and I bought Anthrax. I got Run DMC and a few other little things, and uh, that's how I got a, got my hands on it. Because where I'm from, you didn't want no record stores. You you ain't going to the city again. <laughs> right. Get that devil right. music. And the next thing that really <laughs> struck me was probably Pantera, and then uh, Two Life Crew. Oh yeah, probably was one of my favorites. Nothing. I listened to Live Crew to the the, the the tape cassette that I had was wore out. I had to go buy a new one. <laughs> nothing it stretched wow. it. Nothing like cruising Limburg on a Friday night with fucking as nasty as they want to be. Oh, that's where it was from. <laughs> yeah, I had a citation full of speakers in the back end cruising Limburg and then yeah. trouble. I'll be telling everybody Funko ain't got a background in hip hop. He over here bumping to live <laughs> My bad, Funko. You yeah, never I, corrected me. <laughs> He's just like yeah. I was building stereos in the car with subs and shit before they were sold. Hell yeah. <laughs> Running up down Lindbergh. See, back in the day, uh, you know, uh, I had a, a collection of music. I had, a, I probably had, I mean, honestly, I had about 4,000 CDs like, at one time. And so all my friends or people who knew me, you know, like, I would... I would sometimes I would just do it anyway, but I made mixtapes and that's how I got really got started in all this where I, I had a, uh, 
answer machine that took a full size cassette deck mm-hmm. and I would do my yeah. talk breaks with that and then I'd put it back into my <laughs> cassette right. deck and I would dub in the next song and, and right. stuff like that and so I'd like hey man you know, I made you a mixtape dude and he was like oh thanks you know because they knew I had a lot of music and I was always you know I was the guy at the you know music vision or wherever at time of release of new material and all this stuff so they would get these you know usually get the latest stuff and shit sometimes yeah, or I'd, finger on the pulse. I, I would I would mix stuff like newer stuff older stuff and this and that so would, you would get something like Pantera or something like that but then also I would stick in my Ice-T and my Ice oh, yeah. Cube Ice and tea, NWA yeah. and 2 Live Crew and stuff and they're like and they're most time they're metalheads are like what the fuck is this shit you know and I'm like <laughs> dude man I'm, I'm trying to culture you a little bit you know and I mean this is this is badass stuff if you sit and listen to it I mean especially like if you were in the metal back then Mm-hmm. And you listen to um, Microphone Contract by Ice-T back in the day or um, even like 6 a.m. or midnight or anything like that. Like that was some hardcore lyric stuff that wasn't I won't even want to say it's too gangstery, but it was, you know, it was like had something to say. Yeah. And it was like in the realm of like if you liked metal, you would you would enjoy this if you really sat down and listened to it besides not liking, you know drum machines and all this whatever but it would still into that hardcore content that i think you do enjoy and then later on in life a lot of a lot of my friends and even back then i got so much shit because i hung around little metalheads and i loved prince and they were like (laughs) you know dude you're a pussy you know you you love and i'm like later on in life i now i have friends like dude you were just like so yourself and I appreciate everything you did back then, you know, because you didn't back down on what you, what you believed in as far as music goes. And I'm like, cool, that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's why I think the station yeah. is, is such a variety anyway, because of I just always listen to everything. That's how I used to listen to it a lot, because it's a gamut. Yeah. But it brings the people together as well. You exactly. And especially in a place like St. Louis that's sometimes clicky and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the metal guys don't want to listen to those guys and they don't want to hang out. But then you get a show like that that brings from, you know what I'm saying, even beyond FM, you know what I'm saying, that people listen to it all together on, on, this, on the station. And then they're like, oh, let's do a show together. And then you got rock acts. You got, you know what I'm saying, metal acts. You got rap acts. You got... You know what I'm saying? The whole, the whole fucking, like, gambit, like Funko said. So, Listen, we even dope. played your, your birthday show that one time. Well, that's what I was getting ready to yeah. talk about. Because my mom was there for my birthday party, you know. And and for those of you that don't, that didn't show up, <clears throat> um, we, for my birthday party, <laughs> right before, it was, it was literally, it was February 2020. Or 2020, yeah. And it was February 2020, and a month later, of course, we all know what happened after that. So that was basically like a, a last hurrah for all of us was, for a little while, was, you know? Was, yeah, yeah, for a while. And uh, But my mom was there, and we had Crystal O'Connor, we had you guys, and we had Divine Sorrow. And, you know, naturally, Crystal O'Connor's country. And my mom's she like, rocks. fire, and, and dude. She, yeah. Fire. She, the Whiskey Rebels are fire. Yes. And, and, and they're doing great things. And I'm well, glad. And I, I can't wait for them to actually release like a real release because they're winning awards and everything else and playing all these really decent shows without really having any material released yet. So, I mean, we, they have. Uh, we started doing a song together, but we never did follow through on it and finish. 
We uh, we got it halfway wrote with uh, Crystal. Oh yeah, with Crystal. Yeah, just never yeah. did pursue it. Which is a which is a funny story too. It was one of them. It was like boot scoot goof. I'm going to make that ringtone. Scoot goof. I'm going to make that Jeff's ringtone. And what's insane is I'm watching this show with my girlfriend, right? And I'm like, because I'm not on TikTok so much, which I need to get a little bit better at. But I'm I'm sitting on this thing called Univision. Or well, no, the Univision was uh, was in Europe, and they would play all these people's like artists that are like I mean, yeah, some uh, well right. well known. But they put them in, and it's like a competition to see who has the best song. Well, now they're doing it with Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson, yeah. and doing the same thing. And it's ninety percent of it's you know whatever. But they have. Uh, uh, Anyway, but it had the had this dude on there, and he was a rapper, but he did country music, and it was New Boot Goofing. <laughs> and I was like, I looked at her, and she looked at me, and like we all just joke about it because we were going to make a song and got super stoned trying to make a country rap thing. It just sounded too silly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this dude's it. got, yeah, yeah, Dub was like, nah, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> me, and and me and Jeff were proud. <laughs> we were like, hey, listen to this. I Man, it's the best thing it. ever. I Next day you wake up, it's like, that shit. wasn't so good. I was like, hey, y'all can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, y'all can make that song, That's but uh, I'm out on that one. And then next thing I know, watching that shit fucking, you know what I'm saying? Go. And then he's got, you know, millions of views on fucking TikTok now from New Boot Goof, and I'm like, it's the same fucking song. <laughs> and, 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 and now Jeff and Tracy be looking at me like this, uh, Tony, they be like, <laughs> We could have had a told you. Like <laughs> you what's, that, what's that dude's name? Uh, what's that dude's name? I don't remember what his name is, he's, but he's been around for a long time, actually. Huh? Yeah, I don't know, but I, I seen him. He kills it, though. I mean, obviously, it's not the same song or anything like that, but just the whole idea of it and like the the idea even of his hook was like so similar to that. And uh, but yeah, it's some good times, man. Crystal's a shit, man. Did you imagine uh, the the look on like Nelly's crew when he came in one day and said, "Yeah, dude, I'm gonna do a track with Tim McGraw." Oh my gosh! <laughs> like the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. that I mean that was back was then, common. man. That was that was cutting edge, really. Now, hey, now let me tell you this though: they didn't tell me they was gonna have old girl singing on it. I probably would have let it ride. They <laughs> yeah. was just like, "We're gonna make a country rap song," and I was like, "Yeah, we are." <laughs> the hell we are, <laughs> y'all can. <laughs> well, that came that came after. Obviously, it was like we're just if they had said, hey, we gonna have this, this, we're gonna have this country artist <laughs> singing on it. I'd be like, "Well, this makes sense to yeah, make a yeah, country yeah. rap song." Yeah. Now it came out of just being fucking rolling up a J and fucking thinking it's hilarious because he had like some farm sound in the beat and it was like a tractor starting a tractor up start. and I was like as soon as it came up I was like and this is before all the country rap fad you know what I'm saying yeah. it's even you know what I'm saying took in I was like what is that and I was like oh I got the swagger in the back now <laughs> you ain't gotta act now I was like nah bro cut that shit off bro <laughs> and I was like thanks man <laughs> sometimes it's needed <laughs> But anyway, go back to the back to the uh, birthday show. I was talking about my mom. So you know, Crystal Connor played, and you know, and I talked to her after that. She's like, "Oh, that was that was great," you know. And I'm like, "Cool, mom," you know. I'm like, "Sit back. This is going to be something a little different next," you know. And she's like, "All right." And you guys came on, and I saw her over there kind of bobbing her head a little bit. I mean, and she, you know, but I mean, that was, she was she's 86 now, so I mean, yeah, she was cool, like 84 then, you know. Yeah. And uh, then she, it got done, and she was like, 
yeah, those guys were cute, man. I really <laughs> liked that. It was cute. I'm like, my mom's getting down. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then she thought Gorilla Jade I was in a in the flamingo fucking button up and like, but uh, and then the, the, she came out. To, or uh, what was it? Uh, your I think it was your daughter that came up to me or something. I was like, hey, are you a uh, are you gay? And I was like, you're like hanging out with my, my, my brother and all this other shit. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not gay. I just, you know, settled down for the, down for the homies. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, that shit was hilarious, man. No, I mean, my daughter's awesome. She's a, she's a big advocate for, you know, uh, yeah, all that stuff. So, hey, yeah, that's what I said, man. I love everybody. She was so she. I think she was more inviting you to the family hey, more man. than anything. I, you know, I, like she's yeah. like, hey, man, you're, and you know, I took yeah. it. I took it as See, that's the thing when he was like, no, I'm not. She was like, well, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me, straight boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that shit was dope, though, man. That whole show is crazy. Divine Sorrow, rock yeah. the house down. That dude's vocals are absolutely in insanity. Yep. And so that's that's the kind of stuff that we're looking to do as we go along here now that shows are opening back up and hopefully, you know, we get uh, some love from the venues and let them, you know, let us start doing our thing that we've been planning on doing for the past Please. three fucking years. Please you know, let us get back on the stage. Man. Oh, yeah. So take the masks wow. off and put the mics in the hands, man. Come yeah. On. So speaking of stage stuff, we'll, we'll, we're going to talk about some new stuff here coming up in just a few more minutes. But let's let's jam some more uh, Egan's Rats, and then uh, we'll come back right after this break on Beyond FM. Rats. Two things Another path, let your soul elevate like a wolf. 
you the best of everything STL. We mean everything. Not giving a fuck is awesome. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. This is Beyond FM. It's your boy Cheddar Cheese the Toast Ghost, aka Swiss Cheese, aka Ratatouille, aka Chucky Cheddar. Your boy Egan's Rats got a new song called Rat Trap coming from the Rat Hole. Check it out. I'm in the middle where the arch is. On the left side, the river tucked away in the darkness. And all these other artists still trying to bite my jargon, but can't do it without a pencil and some parchment. Oh, you ain't biting, you just barking, you garbage. I burn the whole world copious amounts of arts. And I make the hardest remarks like I'm heartless, like hard and you starving. Rats, why they know when on your carcass? And you wouldn't even have that life if you dope head person to that rat trap. Next to flex, you better let go. But we throw a monkey wrench up in your tempo. Like rest, but we bid a chance from the get-go. We bring the sweet chip music to your headphones. Bet though we be the best in the middle. Sound straight ripples of the arse like a symbol. Do y'all symbols? I'm kinda like Rafiki. Only spread the knowledge just to lift you out my city. We know nigga pretty, but Rami was the last track. Let's fast track back to the future where we blast. What the hell of it? I can keep it eloquent. Put the funk in your trunk. Hang like an elephant. Fly like a pelican, wise and intelligent, high as the sky. It's a good place for yelling it. I've been hella relevant and creating fellowship and teaching the hicks. The only difference is melanin. Chicken and gelatin, it'll stick to my skeleton. I've been in my element. The truth, no embellishing. Name ringing, name singing, main reason. On stage with my things singing. This is what fame bringing. My whole game changing the same season. I'm trip trying to break even. Big fish, small pond. Big is all blonde. Big mouth bringing. All on big time with a sword I can fall on Oh Lord, oh hell, I'm already all gone It is the best of everything STL. It's Beyond FM. And thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. We got Egan's Rats tonight. It's a kind of a solo. It's something that I want to start doing where I can dedicate a whole show to an artist, especially that. Um, not all, it, I'll give it out to non friends too, but it, it works out that we're all friends here and, and hanging out and just passing the cheese around and you know, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, um, so what we're doing tonight is we're just celebrating all that is Egan's rats and all the music that's, that's surrounding, uh, the rat hole and, and all these things that these guys do. Um, so we are lucky enough tonight is that we are going to premiere the new song called Man on a Mission. Hey, man. Yeah. You guys want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, man. It was a dope uh, dope track that came around. Uh, actually, uh, it's another Jimmy John story right there. It's oh. uh, hooked up with uh, one of these drivers came through, and uh, <clears throat> he was my driver for a little bit, and uh, just started talking to him and stuff like that, and he, uh, he actually... Uh, uh, hit me up. I was like, y'all make you a beat. You know what I'm saying? If you use it or whatever or not, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter. And I was like, cool, man. And, uh, shout out to the homie Shane Chad. Uh, dude makes some, some really funky beats, man, for being that young and just super old school beats. And, uh, sent me this little one. It was unfinished and everything. And, uh, <clears throat> I literally just took it and, uh, 
looped it actually twice so if you listen to the song you know what i'm saying there's a little a piece there that's uh you know what i'm saying like an overlap or whatever but it timed like perfectly and just turned it into the whole you know what i'm saying song and uh then uh wrote the hook and uh yeah man just literally how it says man on a mission man and uh just thinking about you know what I'm saying the nine to five the you know what I'm saying yeah. reaching out in the whole whole nine yards and then uh Next thing you know, we hit the with the rats, and then uh, the whole thing is, uh, you know, what I'm saying, all gravy. Yeah, yeah. He sent me the beat, man. I was like, you know what, this beat is is definitely old school funky. It's something a little different for us as Egans, and uh, let's let's hit that. And I, I really, I had a lot of fun on it. I had a lot of fun on the beat. I, I went for a lot of different uh, alliteration and and stuff like that. You know, something a little old school vibey. Um, Something a little bit more we were talking about earlier, how you know there's like a, not a lot of uh there's a lot of differentiation between our solo music and our regular music. This something might might tie in a little bit more closely to stuff that I was putting out solo and uh just the way that the vibe is of the the, the my flow personally. But I, I really dig the track, man. I think the track is for something like he said, man, we kinda like looped it what, what once yeah, or twice. Yeah. And, just looped it twice and spliced it in. Keep it hey, simple. It came out sounding really good, you know, funk out through through the through the drummies on it and yep. Oh, yeah. It came, came together And I was like I was vibing to it And literally when I was Writing the hook It's just Why do I rap You know what I'm saying And that's to feed the addiction You know what I'm saying now, You know From a storyteller To non-fiction You know It's just That kind of That kind of vibe to it And why Why we do this whole thing That's you know? another thing too man Yeah Jay came in with that More old school hook And Kind of more vibe I would I would even say Kind of it almost sometimes he could even vibe a little rasta. Yeah, reggae. No, it was yeah, big yeah, influences little, for the vocal. That's my here. that's my reggae personality <laughs> that's coming out there. Is uh, I do it. <laughs> yeah, why do we rap? But uh, I mean, that's that's a big shout out to like even like the White Clef Johns and shit like that. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Oh, what's that uh, president that he did on Dave Chappelle's show? I mean, obviously he wrote it before, but he performed it on Dave Chappelle's show kind of thing. And that that whole vibe with him and just kind of, you know, hip-hop-y, but still, you know, reggae kind of feel. And I was like, man, I was like, once I heard that track, I was just boom, boom, doom, 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 doom. And I was like, all right, man, you got a head rock to that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, just another one of the personalities that come out. Like I said, listen to a track and whatever it needs to have on there that's you know where it leads me man hell yeah see I'm pretty pumped about it though it's one of my favorite songs that I've put out you know what I'm saying with the rats um uh just you know full all together body wise of the song and uh change that was cool enough to be like here man you know what I'm saying let's let it ride and and you know gave the exclusive so that was really cool man of him and uh we're gonna be looking to you know mess with him here soon too and, uh, and uh, shout out to you know Tech Supreme Illustrious Visions again for uh, that artwork, man. That artwork, artwork was literally insane, man. And all around in the same time that we kind of you know it was that was the whole time is when I met you know even Shane and you you said something about Tech to you know Dub said something about Tech you know saying doing the artwork and I was like oh man I never seen you know none of his work or whatever and then he did it and I was like dude this is like a like a, like a you could put on a wall you know what I'm saying that type of you know mixed you know actual album art cover so that's cool oh, Year of the Red yeah man we yeah, the Red I, I loved Year of the Red man I took that idea to him man and and honestly the idea I had in my head 
Let's see, it, came back let's see it doubled for this artwork for Man on a Mission. I mean, he did the same thing, went and listened to the track and put out this piece of art, man, that is just crazy. It's, it's this, like, earth, you know what I'm saying, with the guy, you know what I'm saying, posted out of it. It's got the city in the background. We got the arch in it, and it's almost like a paper mache kind of uh, clay feel to mm-hmm. it. And it's like 3D kind of thing. So See, it's that, just the thing with the, this artwork for this is we asked him to listen to the track and then make the art, and and whether or not he did listen to the track and make it or not, we <laughs> right. don't know. But what he what he sent back, we liked it. We fucked with it. Yeah, man. You know? But it tied it together because it was just it, it did fit. It fit. So if he didn't listen to it, he hit it on the mark anyway. Mm-hmm. We're just predictable. So <laughs> hey, man. either way, it looked amazing. So. Yeah, yeah, it looks <laughs> so we got a nice track coming out. We got some nice single art to go with it. Amen. You know, so. Yeah, and and I even think about this, and, and I want to bring it up to you guys, uh, even with the stuff that I collaborate with people with and stuff like that. And, and it's just amazing, like, when you guys first started even thinking about doing anything. I mean, like, even, like, back in the day when you just even first started, like, writing your own raps or, or whatever, and you, like, think about, I want to try to do this. And now you think about now where you're at and all the people that surround you and all the talent and, and everything that people are willing wow. to work with you and shit like that. It's just, it blows my mind. Cause I, even like the, f- the first show we did, even when I was like at the Viper and, and nobody even really gave a shit about what I was doing. And then I did the first show and you know, no, you know, you're starting out nobody's really giving you any love at all. And then you go years later and you're like, now you get all these people surrounding you with all this great stuff. And you're like, wow, I came this far, you know, and it's right. just, I mean, really, for you, guys, just beginning. you guys you really just beginning too, even though you guys have been doing it for a while. But I mean, as far as really digging into it, it's just the beginning, you know. Right, right. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, we put, we put out that one album and then. We just was like, all right, we're going to crank up, you know, some more singles out now. And we we got so many unfinished songs on the back burner. <laughs> Dude, we, right. could, we could put out another. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, just just coming shit. together and finishing it, man. But we just, we got, you know, we still just making all kinds of stuff. And just right now, we just going to feature little by little with some singles. You Amen. Know? Yeah. Yeah. The next one's that man on a mission hitter, man. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a dope song, man. Like, it's. You know, like Jeff said, it's, it's definitely one of my personal favorite bodies of work of of all our stuff together. Just a, a good cumulative effort of some some old school hip hop. And even the references in each of the verses are just so like, it's just, I don't know, it's just so specific in some of the references that are just like, just make it so much nicer, you know what I'm saying? Because you mm-hmm. can go back, nostalgia factor on every single reference and everything. Hell yeah. Well, let's check it out now. This is the world premiere exclusive. Exclusive. Beyond FM exclusive. Hell yeah. First one to hear it right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is Man on a Mission, Egan's Rats, Beyond FM. Why do we ride feet? Damn, I'm pretty high, still stick to the right like a cut off my left. 
side to a new level of rhythmic ascendances. I let this beat bend backwards to my vocal inflections. I know a flexion of my past self and continue this flight when nothing fucking wrote down. I stand up, crumble the paper, and pass out. Hopefully tomorrow won't gas out. But the next day's here, I always the best. I come back and wreck and replace that stress out with a new poem that's sweeter than sex, or sweeter than the juice of the berry. Let the berryest mess got the heaviest chest, and I stick it out proud, sing it out loud sometimes without sound. But I still stick to my game, you know that, and continue my search until my message falls flat like. Never been a pen and pencil push unless I'm pursuing my passion. Trying to get past the fact I won't let the past in. Always been a nuisance, neglect to wear a necktie. Never work nine to five, but I nine overnight without question. Need a sense of direction, feel like I'm living on borrowed time. And it's hardly mine, it's harder to find this time I borrow. My mind's meticulous about monopolizing melancholy. And that's a lot to bite off and chew and swallow, I know I'm sorry. Either I'm stuck in the room with an elephant or trying to clean out my closet from all these goddamn skeletons. I spit hot fire until I run out of air anywhere on earth so believe me when i tell you you brought your element cause it as i seize it and i seize it how i'm telling it you'll find more than a fracture if i'm fucking with my fellowship i'm rolling all my problems up in paper and inhaling it and burn your whole heaven to the ground just for the hell of it reply to your telekinetic message with an f you emoji ps then signs you ain't fucking with jeff and cody should have left me on my lonely but you done left up now your whole tea party's room for you had a chance to play dress up Keep the hating down and bless up. Tomato, tomato, and neither way your ass ain't never gonna catch up. Armstrong, but that ain't our name and you can't stretch us. Seems like I'm cleaning up my mess before I mess up. Just one less thing to stress up. More hating and less love. Just let the poetry infect us. Why do we rap the addiction? Be a story that I'll be a man on a mission. Right down the lines, affect all the senses. Never give up, let the poetry infect us. Why do we rap Holy shit, that was badass. That was chill as fuck, man. I I loved the groove. And like I said, when we were listening to it, it was like just the perfect groove to, to just bob your head in the car and just just rolling man loved it appreciate you man for real do you think i just listening to it and and because i enjoyed the hook so much that do you think a lot of people are, are have stepped too far away from ha- like really trying to write hooks anymore yeah man and that's what i and, and any you know song that i start with i like to start with the hook before even my verse. I mean, some of them I'll write a verse to and then, you know, stick the song together. But, I mean, I think as a, you know, a songwriter, 
and stuff like that. You want to come to the body, you know what I'm saying? You want first want to have your, your instruments and stuff like that. And then you just want to sit and vibe to it for a little bit. But your body of your, your work is, unless you're just barring out on a track, your body of your work is in your hook and people don't do like actual, like, you know, some, some may be simplistic, but at least they have a message that's broad and you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, something that actually tell tells what you're going to be saying in your verse. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and just an old school good hook is, is dope, man. <laughs> you think uh, the hooks being paid? You know, people don't like to do us. I'm one of those people. Those people are me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, right? So that's one of the things I was mentioning, like, because because yeah. I listen to your stuff and like I'm like, just listening, just grooving on it, and then the song's done, and I'm like. <laughs> There's no hook in there, but it was, I mean, it's the beauty that you can do that now too, but you know, commercially it's good to have a hook where people can. Well, I'd be lying to you to tell you, I need a couple more of those on me sending sometimes. But but there's always two sides of the coin. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's not hating on any other writing process or anything like that because that's a whole different dope outlook because then the whole thing is one body so yeah. really the whole thing is one hook in that factor of you know what i'm saying I'm, it's not just barring out it's actually telling a whole story throughout the whole song without you know it's almost like a movie at that point that's, that's kind of how i do with my shit with that doesn't have a, a a chorus man it's like i i'm, I'm kind of taking you on this journey just this two three minute bar journey of just there's no hook there's no really you feel like you're watching it even though you're listening to it man yeah like, i can get up. that vibe for sure well also I'll, I'll give you credit too on snakes and sparklers like you have to like listen to the whole song until and then you hear that that line and you're like now I get it. Right. And then you listen to it again and you're like, now you appreciate what right. the message that you were bringing out in that right. song. And like I said, I got a couple more in the back pocket that are like that, but like, it's just the way it goes, man. Like I did a lot of writing for snakes and sparklers project. And then like the top songs that floated to the top, if you will, the cream of the crop to me, three of them were ones that did not have hooks. And I was just like, these are just the ones I really vibe to. So like, this is the ones that I want to try to move and get out first. So all bars fire though, but it's a, but it's still a message and it's still like taking you, like you said, on that journey and, uh, you know, actually having a full laid out plan instead of, you know what I'm saying? Just talking nonsense on the track, which a lot of young artists are doing now. Okay, I, I do that yeah. sometimes too. But. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's times to do it, but when you, when you market your music 100% on bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And talking about, you know, guns, drugs, blah, 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 blah. And that's kind of what we're, you know, well, at least what I'm, you know, personally against. And so I want to go and have more of the, you know what I'm saying, the intellect and right. actually saying something on the track because that's right. where I come from. And I mean, I might be an old head, whatever, but I, I think that's that's what you're supposed to do. Right. You know? Now, in the writing process for you guys, like I know, like, you know, Funk Hall have a track or, or whatever, and then... It'd be like, okay, here, listen to this. Now, do you guys like brainstorm together and like, what is this song about? Are you just, do you guys just write your own parts or do you just sometimes do one or the other? Both. Do both. both. There's times we've done one, there's yeah. times we've done the other. Yeah, there's times like I'll come back and I'll be like, hey, we got this track we've already pretty much put together. Like Jeff working on his verse, he got the hook for it. Here's the beat. I'll throw the verse on that. Or, you know, write my verse to it, throw the verse on that. And then, uh, then we'll go, 
there'll be times we'll come over and he's just like Tracy's like, hey, here's a beat that I like. We'll put the whole song together there. Usually it spawns around Jeff putting the hood together because I don't like to write <laughs> right. choruses or right. this and that. Yeah. And after that, you know, like he'll he'll write his shit. I'll write my shit in my head and fucking Funko throw some drums on it, some funky drums on it afterwards. Or he probably already cooking up some drums in his head when he putting it together. But you know, who knows? Is there anything that? Uh, that you guys should just because some of the some of the lyrics like you know you'll talk about ass juice or whatever it may be and there's, like some said, of, there's a time and a place for talking the, about shit do you ever listen to like one of you guys ever listen to the other one's line going really did you really go there crying and hackling laughing you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like straight up I mean in a good way but yeah yeah, like just like, that. It's like holy shit! Like you made that. Like even that little sample of Funko saying something about the liquor. Oh, I, I mean, told you not to lick your ass. Yeah, it's actually like, about Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe's on the room yelling at Chloe. Yeah, <laughs> that shouldn't have been. Yep. I tell you one more time. Stop licking your ass. But it's yeah. just like it's it's kind of like watching a comedian and you, and you love the comedian and everything else, but you know, and they say something and you're like. That was fucking funny, but did you really just say that? You know, you to step on that. No, yeah. no, I'm over here trying to rack my head. I don't, I don't know if Jeff hit me with one of those. There's been probably maybe. I'm trying to think right now specifically of songs like Money Shot and High Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here like I know I've wrote some lines that I've been like, well, that's a, that's a bit risky. Yeah, that's a bit risque. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been pretty dope though, man. Yeah. Well, like I said, the track is amazing, and, and you know I love thank you guys. You, yeah, we, thank you very like much. I said, we was trying to. It's, it's definitely something a little different from the Reds compared to you know you're the Red, but you know more vibey old school I mean, hip hop homage. I mean, you got to change it up, and you guys would definitely be the the ones that nobody's expecting what's coming next. Right. Ever. We like to keep it different, vibey for sure. But we we definitely we like that track a lot. So we was we was excited to put that one out. And adapt on the fly, man. Even doing shows and stuff like that. That's why we can kind of cater to uh, different, you know, audiences as well, and exactly. switch up the set list to you know maybe a rock event or maybe a you know what I'm saying more you know casual hip hop group or you know what I'm saying any any kind of those. It's always good to adapt to the surroundings of it. So since we have so many different genre and different eclectic songs that kind of go, you know, through different genres or even have both genres in the same song is, you know, saying somebody isn't, you know, maybe a rock head or old metal heads like, oh, I hate hip hop, but then they listen to, you know what I'm saying, anything like your disease or you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, shit, he does that too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we like to do. Just bring everybody together. Hell yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So this weekend, speaking of, of, of that kind of stuff, uh, we got a little uh, event going on, and you got, I don't know if you guys even know this, because we haven't really mentioned it too much, but uh, uh, we're going to be there as well all day, all weekend long. And we're going to have a little little celebration up at Shady Jack's this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Amen. It's going to be a good if Jeff one, if Jeff would be so kind as to bring up all the acts so we can kind of mention those two just yeah. to give them some love always man always. Um, but yeah Shady Jacks uh, Saturday and Sunday this weekend so the what twenty eighth correct yep twenty eighth twenty ninth and uh, Midwest Bike Fest uh, Shady Jacks it's up off North uh, Broadway if you don't know where it is if you see the the the, the Edward Jones Dome or whatever TWA Dome or whatever you want to call it depending on how old you are. Um, it's kind of right across uh, the highway from that. Um, 
It is a uh, beautiful, well, I don't want to say beautiful facility. It is, it is North Broadway, but it is a, it is a really cool joint. If you've never been to Shady Jack's before, um, they know how to do a festival. Uh, I've, I've emceed a few uh, events for Wrench Fest there the past four years, and I'm doing it again this year. <clears throat> and, uh, so they know how to take care of uh, uh, to cover, you know, having enough alcohol and having enough uh, food. Hey, you know, I need the food and the alcohol. Hell man. yes! But dude, the acts are gonna be crazy, man. You got the forty five, you got three one four, you got Son of Ill Repute, you got Jake's Mistakes, Robot Army, Nest, all fired up. DJ Snow, shout out to Tech Supreme once again. Gonna be there. You got Zeus in the place to be. DJ Most Precious, Rack Riddles, Uncle Dove, Frodo the Ghost. Preach, of course. Everybody knows. Oh, fucking Preach is amazing, you know, man. know what that is. Uh, we got Steve O'Brien, then us. Man, you got, I mean, everybody. Rip James, Degenerate, ATG, of course. Shout out to Antonio. Uh, Nature Boy LT, Reop Von Wolfgang with the energy like crazy. That dude brings insanity, uh, energy, Supreme Soul, Kendall Davidson. Man, it's just like one after the other, man. You know what I'm saying? Saw Blade, Jay Pizzle, Quality. Who die? Even some acts that I haven't even checked out that I'm pumped. Dude, I see yeah, some of them I I haven't heard of, and and Word. some that I haven't got the haven't been able to see as I speak proper English. Um, especially like I've never seen Preach before perform live. Really? And, Preach is and crazy. So, yeah. You're in for a treat. Oh my yes. god! I've never seen real treat. I've never seen Zeus perform. He's good too. Life and and, and he just Brings and energy he too, cracks man. me up too, man. He's one of those dudes who like, man, that's some party shit, man. But it's it's fun and and some of the stuff that he said, I'm just like, really, did you just say that, man? But Bro, it, it's Rocky good, man. Perform Turkey Ham Live, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know that like Zeus Rebel Rogers. Yeah, man, that's it. I can't wait to go out there and start dancing to Fat Boy, man. I love that song. Yeah. Do you know what crazy crazy story about that is like back in the day even talking about getting into music before it was even like messing with you know you know like watching cypher shows and stuff like that and hanging out with Antonio uh, we went over and my cousin actually got me hooked up with some some guy that was you know had a studio in the in the city and stuff like that and I was like you know trying to make my break and all this mm-hmm. other stuff real young little 17 year old yeah. kid you know what I'm saying don't know about you know too much of nothing but like the rap and and Rock Puff was there in the studio with his like 14 inch you know what I'm saying mohawk red mohawk and I was like what what the hell's going on with this? And, and man, we just kicked a cypher and it was dope as hell and funky and stuff like that. And then, you know, Zoom, you know, years passed and now we're still, you know, doing shows and, you know, it's just uh, crazy how it all comes full circle with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the lineup is just incredible. A little nice mixture of, of some just straight rock. Yeah, it's a stacked to, lineup. To man. punk rock to, you know, straight hip hop to maybe what you would consider maybe something a little bit more indie hip hop and, and stuff like that man it's just such a great lineup and it's gonna be fun man and we're gonna have an all new set list for y'all I mean not all new but we're gonna have some new songs on there and uh, it's gonna be a little bit more up tempoed uh, a little bit. Yeah, you got you got to compete with the the punk rock and yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. man. You know, we got it. Like All I right. said, we can adapt to any situation. Yeah. So we're gonna throw out a couple bangers on there that uh, 
A little bit more up, yeah. up, upbeat and a little more rockish. And I know ATG is going to going to bring it differently than he did uh, his last set when he when he played uh, for Fire of the Humans because it was a little more subdued. ATG yeah, it was very set, subdued. man. It was it was very cool, man. But man, shout out to ATG for that one, man. That was a fun. Yeah, that was a fun show yeah. to be a part of. Duck room for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it was a good night. Good night for sure, for sure. It was a good night because it's it really like well, mine was. Uh, really seeing everybody come back out again is when I went and seen Fivefold, but this was the same kind of vibe where everybody was even had so Ryan happy. On the show too, man. Yeah, it know. was everybody was so happy to be out, and it was a beautiful evening too. So that helped a lot too. So yeah, we're gonna be bringing the energy for the show. It's the twenty eighth. That's my mom's birthday, so oh, that's gonna be bringing cool. it hella hard. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna be hanging out. I think mom. pretty much both the days and just. See if we can get some interviews in and show some love to everybody and and stuff like that and you know maybe you know shake some more hands and just get more you know because I don't even know some of those I mean I haven't heard of some of those artists and so hopefully it's vice versa where they get to know us and we get to know them a little more you know and get a small interview in and then you know come down and just hang out like we're doing now you know. Well, there's a couple of them on there, man. I could probably make some connections for you too, man. You need to, you know. Yeah. People, you, people you ain't met yet. I could maybe introduce you to a couple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I definitely, I mean, preach has been around for a while, and I really like to sit down and have a, you know, just a meet and greet, recorded thing like I do on Monday nights, where I just get to know you, you know. Yeah. 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 Shit, man, I can, man, me, me and preacher tight. I can set that up. Oh yeah. I've been listening to Sister Wet Gremlin days. You know, you know a dude. Yeah, you, ever, you ever have a sit down and talk with Preach, bro? You, you, the Preach talks really fast, man. He talks about as fast as he raps. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing? You really? He like raps fast. But he boy. really, he really yeah. does talk that fast. But he's gonna be saying a lot to you cool. in a short amount of time. Cool. He rapped that fast in the cipher too, man. He might have a cipher on the side of the, side of the sidewalk in <laughs> one of the shows, man. And we we went out to a little circle or whatever, and Preach was getting off on theirs. And I was like, dude, I'm a, you know, most of the time you just freestyle bullshit around. I'm like, let me pull my phone out right quick. Like, damn. Like, damn just chopping. Yeah. Like, fuck, I got to chop now, and I can't think that fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. So the new uh, the new single "Man on a Mission" comes out officially on Friday. Amen. Yes. Um, anything else new you got going on besides the show this weekend and the new release that you can mention? Comes out this Friday. Uh, June 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 first. Is that is Friday? We're digging. Not too sure. <laughs> June first is. Wednesday. Oh no! So it is not. You know, you're releasing it on June first, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it is not this Friday. It'll be the following Wednesday. June first. Yeah. The June one six one. Okay. And just we're gonna be uh, playing it at the show, ain't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, and just to just to tie it into it, it's actually the first day of uh, LGBTQ Pride Month. So uh, shout out to the flamingo shirt. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> so just in case you ain't catch the song on Beyond <laughs> FM, and you know for some reason are still listening now, past where the song got played, we you can't catch it live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this weekend, Shady yeah, Jacks. Fest, yeah, with a stacked lineup of a whole bunch of dope yeah. artists. Dude, I'm gonna yeah. hang out all day. No, I'm gonna say it, 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 it's Probably not on the early. it's not on the flyer, but our 
Midwest Avengers playing too, or they just set I didn't it up? See them on the flyer. Yeah, I think they're just setting it. Like their crew's just kind of setting it up. I don't think they're actually playing. I didn't it, see their name. No, which is odd. But hey, you know it is what it is, man. They, they've been they've been uh, you know playing shows lately too. So that's nice to see that again. Shout out to John and all them so and so, man. They be they they. Man, uh, you know what I'm saying. You want to talk about the local scene, love man. They be they putting them, dude. Crazy man, that guy is John is the man. Yeah, yes, um, not only on the Beyond FM level, but a personal level too, man. Because I, you know, he uh, I had a I had a bad night one night last uh, in August last last year, and uh, and uh, he he straight up hit me straight up on my text, man. He's like, man, you got this, dude. If you need anything, man, if you need me to come and get you, whatever, we need to go drinking or whatever, man. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'm on my way now if you want. The real one. That's yeah, cool, so. Y'all get so many cool, out but, there like that, man. But, yeah, man, and, and but for somebody, like, as far as a, a professional level is what I'm doing here, you know, I mean, I had him on one night, you know, and he, he like, off, off, you know, I, I, it might even be on recorded, but. He's like, man, he's like, don't give up on what you're doing, man, because we're all listening now. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, for somebody I mean, that's been I around mean, for 30 talk, fucking though. years, man. Shit. And, but, but that's that, because, that, you know, love sees love, man. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, you're, when you're doing something out of just for what the love of you do and you just want to get this music out, this, you know, this local scene of St. Louis out there, and that's just dope. You know what I'm saying? So when another person comes in there, it's just real recognized, real at that point. Hell yeah! Like I said, man, I appreciate you guys hanging out. Thanks and, for having and, us. And, I, and, and more importantly, I, I appreciate your guys' friendship more than anything. You know, the music's all good, and it brings us all together. But the friendship, man, that's that's what's it. I was yeah, for sure myself. Hell yeah! yeah. And uh, I'm always there for you, man. Whatever you need, and uh, I look forward to much more music coming from you guys. Definitely. Amen. Yeah. Look forward to some new Beyond FM stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. But we'll get out of here, man, for tonight. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be back next week. I don't know who's going to be on because I just haven't got around to really pre-booking everything. But I know I got a lot of good people signed on to do interviews in the, with the next two months. Uh, I just don't have it all organized to where I can tell you what dates are what. But believe me, it's going to happen. And, and uh and I appreciate you all listening and, you know, supporting and doing what we're doing. So all right, we'll be listening. Hell yeah. So, yes, sir. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. And uh, thank you all for listening. Good night. Flabbergasted, the rats got this rat thing in the basket. You sound like you got yours from the trash bin. What a headache. I don't think I can take enough aspirin. Maybe ten and hope that I can't hear it through the casket. Bear me with a copy of our last track. It slaps more than asses. Way more than any of you has been. Have you waking up like what happened? The rat snuck in and gave you a bubonic plague while you were napping. Knock, knock. Who's there? Double with the stopwatch. Wanna make you Fozzie Bear walk, walk. Hip to the hopscotch. In the mouth and making noise like pop rocks. That drop. Give it a job pop clinic when I jump up in the dance. Always bring the freaking spinach. Give her a pop eye. I'll figure lick until the dough straight twitches until that point that a bag gets so very vicious. Up and at him, at him, man. I haven't had a man. Stance on getting head and cabbage. Patch the water bed after I ravage what's between the legs. Savage. Like I'm asking what came first, the chicken or the egg. Chicken head. Like why, why, chicken, chicken, nonstop. Hit her with a short stop. Pop like a soul in the swap. What? I'm about to tell you one more time not to lick your ass. 